Welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast. Featuring Blake, Boomer, and CG Nasty. Let's make gambling great again. All right, folks, welcome to the Deep Fried Bets Podcast, Season 2, Chapter Sweet 16, Week 3 of the Bowl Season. No Collier this week. He's off doing the family Christmas thing, even though it is December the 28th. Thank God, though. Thank God, because uh, maybe some people actually win money. Yeah, well, I mean, boom, you're back. But 6-9-1 uh, and one last weekend, so I don't think that you're going to be doing much money winning. No, I was uh, I was completely out of it on that hydrocodone. I d- couldn't feel my face for about four days, and uh, yeah, I was I was talking out of my out of my deck. Okay, well, uh, six Surprise. nine one for you. Overall season total coming to one hundred four, one hundred seven, and two. I, on the other hand, another killer week. Ten four and one. Overall season total, 127.95-5. That is about as good as it gets in the gambling industry, folks. <laughs> Deep Fried Vets Podcast, making you all kinds of money. we still got two pending plays. Uh, Indiana, Utah, it's going on now. Texas A&M, Kansas State's going on now. That Indiana, uh, we're all on Indiana, and I don't think any of us are going to hit unless something's changed since the last time I looked. Well, let's see. I've got, uh, I've got the... Uh... The gamblers and the uh, sharps and the line makers in the room with me right now. We're looking at the uh, big screen. No, they're actually, about to score. actually watching some of the uh, pony bets out in San Bernardino. Yeah, right now. Indiana's. Uh, they're looking to score right here. Fourth and goal, though. So we'll uh, we'll see how that turns out. Maybe we can squeak one out, and then the Texas A&M Kansas State game. Yeah, that one's that one's gonna come down the wire. I'm afraid. Still come down the wire, just like uh, Bill Snyder, hanging on by a thread. Yeah, hopefully he'll make it through this game. Um, anyways, we'll update those. I, I, got the, uh, I got the under on him making it through. Okay. Well, uh, that's uh, I don't know where you're getting those morbid bets at. But, no, we've got that. We'll get that updated in the morning, of course. Um, special guest, Incarcerated Bob, is going to join us here in a little bit, talk about some of the upcoming bowl games, a little bit about the NFL, some Super Bowl look-aheads. And um, even a little bit of hockey. So that's a good uh, good interview here in just a minute. Again, Incarcerated Bob. You can check him out here in just a minute. But uh, before we get started, we'll kind of go ahead and give you a landscape of tonight's show as usual. Uh, we're finishing up the ball games. I believe we've got 16 more. And then we're going to save the championship game for next week. Um, we got 16 starting at the Birmingham Bowl and ending with the Sugar Bowl. Um Actually, we're going to end with the uh, playoffs, so we'll save those for last. Then we'll now, do, we had the Bourbon Bowl somewhere mixed in. The Bourbon Bowl is somewhere in there. Um, the uh, lock, the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of Bowl Week 3 also coming up. And then we'll do one more NFL lock for you. Uh, it's really hard to look at the NFL this week. Week 17, you don't know who's playing, who's not playing. Um, tough, tough weekend in the National Football League to make money. So we'll, we'll pick back up next week when the playoffs come around on the NFL. That'll be our main focus. So let's uh, before we get started, uh, we'll come back and we'll start getting our bowl games again, just me and Boomer this week. But we've got uh, Incarcerated Bob, good interview here, good information, uh, look ahead, some of the major bowl games, a little bit of uh, NFL this weekend, some playoff look ahead, and even a little bit of hockey here at the end. So take it away. All right, folks, we've got Incarcerated Bob. Very excited about this. Uh, joining us here on the Deep Fried Bets podcast tonight. Uh, again, that's Incarcerated Bob. You can find him on Twitter, at Incarcerated Bob, um, or on his website, IBN, Sports Rap, S-P-O-R-T-S-W-R-A-P.com. Um, Bob, thanks so much for joining us. How's it going this evening? No problem. Everything's going good. Just go there watching uh, some of these ball games, watching the Knicks. Yeah, how's uh, how's ball season treating you so far? Uh, yesterday was tough. It started off all right. So yesterday was a tough day. So I took today off. I'll probably be back tomorrow strong. I got some good games I like tomorrow. And uh, 
that's how we're gonna do it. You know, you never wanna force anything when you're when you're slumping. So yesterday was a bad day. Uh, so we just took today off, watched the games, maybe do something at halftime with this last uh, Kansas State game. Okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, so what's your what's your take on the bowl games? Do you think there's too many, not enough? How's that going? I know that's been uh, all the debate here lately. <laughs> I think the early ones are usually a little bit unnecessary. Right. But um, I guess, I mean, it doesn't have its, like, luster like it used to, where especially now with, like, so many, like, you can watch. I mean, there's hockey on, there's basketball on. Is you know obviously NFL when they you know they started doing the Thursday games so like the ball games actually don't they're not like it's just nothing to get excited of like like you used to back in the day when the ball games was something like it would be the only thing on TV yeah I agree you know what I mean and so it was you know right now everything's flooded I mean you can watch about like seven eight games on right now yeah that's... So like nobody you know. Unless you're gambling, <laughs> if you're a gambler, then, you know, obviously you're focused on what you're gambling on. Absolutely. Yeah, I was thinking about the other day, you know, it used to be appointment television, some of these bowl games, and now you're right, they're just kind of on. You know, if you catch it, you do. If not, there's plenty else on. Yeah. yeah it's nothing to, to, I mean, the playoff system actually just, you know, it's not like it's not like all these bowl games really be relevant. Except, you know, maybe the Rose Bowl, people will watch Penn State, USC. But, um, other than that, I mean, like, who, who, what other games are you going to be excited about except the, the playoff game? Right. Yeah, so you hit on that Rose Bowl game a little bit. Have you, uh, you had a chance to look at that yet? Kind of early favor or anything yeah. like that? I mean, I heard some things. I know some Penn State players are being, being disciplined. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure what the Yeah, I can see that. Um, now, for me right now, I'm leaning towards USC. I haven't made my full decision yet, but um, that's where I'm leaning towards. I think USC was actually maybe the, the last six weeks. I would put them in the top three. Yeah, they were pretty great the last last down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as that stays at seven. Somewhere in the touchdown range, USC. Yeah, I think six and a half to seven. So okay. right now, I'm leaning towards USC. It uh-huh. depends, though, on uh, obviously you know a lot of these kids get suspended, do something dumb. So we'll we'll see what USC's kids are doing before I make a decision. So um, you kind of hit on it a little bit earlier about the playoff. What's uh, what's your thoughts on those those playoff games so far? Well, Alabama will win by thirty. <laughs> All right. But, um, other than that, you know, um, the other game is, you know, that, that that's the game that's going to be probably down to the wire. Um, the defense, Ohio State versus Clemson's offense. I give a little edge right this minute to, to Ohio State's defense. Just a little edge. And plus, I think the special teams will be huge. And you know, um, uh, Urban, he's a special teams guy, so I give them the edge there. I think they'll win by three, four points. I think they squeeze something out. Kicking game's going to be huge. So I, I, I just think it's going to come down to some type of special teams play. Maybe a big fumble on special teams, maybe a missed field goal, block field goal, something like that. And I give the edge to Ohio State. I think we'll see Ohio State Bama again. Do you think uh think Ohio State could could take Alabama down? Or is Alabama just too much mm-hmm. this year? Mm-hmm. I gotta see how both teams play in this uh, you know, in the um in the playoff games. Uh right now I assume uh, I mean Alabama's a step ahead of everybody. So we'll see. We'll see how it is because the um What'll happen is we'll see how Alabama's quarterback. That's the only guy I think that you have any questions on on Alabama. Their defense, their front four, secondary, solid, solid. They got a wide receiver, big play. They got a good tight end. 
obviously their running game, offensive line, it's the quarterback. So I want to see how he does, if he puts on a show, and if he shows some more composure, because I don't think he's as, as composed as, as you want him to be. He, he definitely forces some things. So we'll see. If, if he just looks like he's in a groove and he's uh, patient, takes what they give him in Washington, I think he'll come out and he'll do what he has to do against Ohio State to get the win. But I got to see it, though. So uh, I'm going to wait on that. I think he's the big question mark for Alabama. He's the only question mark in my mind. Yes, I agree. Um, all right, so have you, uh, you seen anything in the next coming up bowl games leading up to the playoff that's uh, caught your eye as far as uh, the spread goes, anything like that? Uh, really, I haven't really even, except the USC game, I'm not really even into um, anything huge. Tomorrow night, did like, um, let me look, let me get my lines again. I did like, uh, where my lines at? Hold on one second. The, the uh, Oklahoma State, Colorado game. Like that game to go over the number. I think we'll see some offensive uh, exploits from both teams. Oklahoma State likes to throw the rock. Colorado might have some problems in the secondary. Okay. So, I like that. I think we'll, we haven't seen too much offense in these um, these bowl games. No, but, uh, unders have been dominating so especially, far. Especially, especially on the, um, the games. Actually, the teams that have Came into the bowl games where you didn't expect them to have offense or the ones putting up the points. And um, so that game, I, I think we'll see finally, we'll see something. We'll see like a 35, 40 type of score. Okay. Something like that. It'll work. All right. So let's uh, shift gears just a little bit. Kind of talked about the college. Got the NFL this weekend, uh, last weekend of the regular season. What's, uh, how, how, how do you? approach these games with the Cowboys, you know, maybe not playing their stars the whole game, that kind of stuff. I mean, do you, do you seek out games like that or you kind of stay away from them? Yeah, I might, I might seek out the, um, the Giants game. I think Washington will blow them out. Or, you know, not blow them out, but they'll win by enough cover the spread. I think the spread was what, um, last time I seen it was like nine. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so... I think Washington will do enough. I don't think they want to get Eli hurt. And obviously the Giants have no backup quarterback. So um, we'll probably see some uh, another game, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I don't know how much Cleveland wants to win because they could actually lose the first-round pick. But um, I might actually uh, look into that game, maybe take an over. And... Um, let me see what else. Anything else sticking out? Oh, the game I like that people obviously are probably going to be looking at because of the uh, division uh, the Raiders and, and uh, Denver. And um, <clears throat> I think Denver tends to kind of put it on their back or bat. But I like Denver in that game. Okay. All right, so that's some good ones to look ahead to. Um, so we got the playoffs starting next week. Who is a team that you think uh, could be a little undervalued maybe headed into the playoffs that uh, you think there could be some value money on? In the AFC, undervalued. Obviously, it's the Patriots that are favorite. Um, let me see, a sleeper team. I got to tell you, I, I can't take none of these teams with, 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 with the backups, like the Texans, the Raiders. Can't, I can't take them serious no more. Um, the team I, I, I keep I keep looking at that I think at that. Hello. Hey. You get me? Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. I said the team that I keep looking at is the Chiefs. I know they're not undervalued, but I think the Chiefs have enough enough if they use. If Andy Reid stays out of his way and doesn't make no dumb, stupid mistakes that he usually makes in the playoffs with the time, with the clock, some offense being 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 conservative on offense, he just lets his offense play. His defense is the best defense in the AFC right now. 
Uh, I like the Chiefs to give the Patriots a game in Foxborough. Not saying they're going to win, but I like them to keep it close, give them a scare. Maybe that's my that's my team in the AFC. In the NFC, uh, the Packers. The Packers are the team that nobody wants to play right now. Right. They stay healthy. Obviously, a Rod, uh, Aaron Rodgers has a uh, little little cramp or a little strain in his leg or whatever. If he just stays healthy, and they face the Cowboys or they face. Or they face the uh, what's the other team? The Seahawks. I think they could give them a game. Okay. I think that's that's my that's my team in the NFC. If you're gonna pick a sleeper team type of thing, would be the Packers. I got you. So, uh, you got any Super Bowl favorites at the second or at the moment? Well, I mean, if if I want to get value, I'd probably pick the Chiefs and the Packers. Okay. If you just you just want to go, like you know, you just want to go chalk. You have to pick the Patriots and maybe the uh, I would I would go Patriots and Packers. Okay. It's just, if, if I want the value, or some you know, there's some money packs. If I'm, if I'm gambling, I pick Chiefs and Packers. All right, I like it. All right, so we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, we kind of hit a little bit on the NFL, did some uh, some college. What's uh, what's something that you got? Maybe not on the football side of things coming up that you uh, that you really like. Uh well. Right now, it's kind of slow besides the NFL and the college. Um, obviously, I like hockey. I don't know if you're, if you're a fan base like hockey. Yeah, we do a little bit of hockey for sure. Yeah, so, you know, I'm into, like, so, you know, right now, I'm an Islander fan, so kind of like them. I think they're going on a run right now. Um, they've won three straight, so if any of your followers, like, like to play teams that could possibly string off some wins in the next ten games. That would be that would be my team right now. Would be the Islanders, and also in the um, in the Western Conference, I'm watching the uh, Kings. I think the Kings are going to get hot. So the Kings and the Islanders. Um, other than that, I really haven't gotten into college basketball yet. I usually don't. So like, I mean, I've been I've been actually been hitting some college games. As, Probably like around sixty percent right now, but I haven't really dove into it yet. Right. Until the uh, uh, Super Bowl is over, I usually then I go hard, and then um, right now, so you know, so this is basically NFL, college football, a little bit of hockey, okay, a little bit of college basketball. Gotcha. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us uh, again. That is Incarcerated Bob. I can find him at Incarcerated Bob on Twitter. Or uh, the IBN com. Thanks so much again for joining us, and uh, thanks again. No problem. Yeah. Well, do it again. All right. Again, thanks, Incarcerated Bob. Y'all go check him out on Twitter at Incarcerated Bob. Um, good stuff there. We'll, Gives out some of those prison lines. You got to respect it. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll take a look back at that later on. But let's let's get to some of our bowl picks. Again, I think we've got sixteen more final bowl games get through these uh hell of a run so far uh pay play along uh pay attention deep fried bets bowl blowout bonanzas coming in uh those are doing pretty well we will have uh the third edition of that coming out tonight maybe early in the morning so uh, be on the lookout for that but right now we got me and boomer we're gonna go through these um starting off tomorrow thursday the 29th of december 1 p.m. local time, which is central, the Birmingham Bowl. And no, the Auburn Tigers aren't here this year. Sad that they got left out of the Birmingham Bowl. But we've got the South Florida Bulls and the South Carolina Gamecocks. South Carolina is a 10-point dog in Birmingham. Legion Field tomorrow. I live in Birmingham. I live 10 minutes from Legion Field, and I literally had no idea this game was being played tomorrow until about an hour ago when I started looking at this. So... That tells you anything about how hot the citizens of Birmingham are for the bowl tomorrow. Boomer, who you got in this? Oh, man, I'm going with South Cackalack. Love them in the spot. Absolutely being disrespected, being drugged through the dirt, being shit on in this game. Will, Will Muschamp going to absolutely use that like diesel fuel 
to the flames of greatness that's about to start up over there in Columbia, South Carolina. I like almost like the outright win. I'm not feeling that crazy yet. Maybe a couple more Tito's and I might go back to it. But uh, yeah, getting to 10 points. They got something to build on. They got something to prove. Love Will Muschamp in these bowl games. Yeah, I'm glad that Tito's making his triumphant return. Maybe uh, it'll bring some winners along with it. Oh, yeah, it always does. Yeah, I'm, I'm with South Carolina here, too. Same same kind of scenario that you hit on. Uh, you got the 18-year-old quarterback in Brantley. Uh, this could be a springboard for him coming into uh, a, a, another week SEC quarterback class. Potentially, he could be, you know, one of the better guys in the East next year. So I think this kind of springboards him. 11 again. One of the better guys in the East this year with his first start. Yeah. Uh, it's a 1 p.m. kick, so it's not nothing too crazy. Um, I mean, like I said, there's not going to be that many people here, I don't think. South Carolina might have a few fans. But you got another interim situation with Taggart going out to Oregon. Try to fade those as much as I can, especially when I'm getting 10 points in the process. So I'll take the SEC, the team with SEC speed and talent over a South Florida. Uh, give me South Carolina here. Next up, uh, the Belt Bowl. Hopefully there will be no bad beats this year. We've got the Arkansas Razorbacks against the Virginia Tech Hokies. This game kicks off tomorrow at 4.30 Central. Uh, up in Charlotte, North Carolina, the CAM. Uh, the Cam Carolina Panthers home stadium. We've got Arkansas catching seven against the Hokies. Ben, where you got in this one? Well, I, I mean, I, I love Brett Bielema. I think everybody listening to this knows that I love him. Uh, I wish it was a little bit later of a game. I was blown away to see seven. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Usually I go the other way on those games, but I just – so I, I think Arkansas losing against Missouri the last game of the season kind of turned a couple of people off, or so I thought. And then you go on and look, and over 70% of the public is all over Arkansas in this game, getting the seven. That being said, I, you know, I got to go with what I feel, and I, I think that they, I think they get the outright win in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I've already got some money on the money line. Um, I think Arkansas, yeah, wins the game outright. They closed bad, terrible, I guess you could say, against Missouri and then lost, uh, you know, a couple before that. They um, they usually closed strong, but they didn't this year. Virginia Tech, I think the seven has everything in the world to do with the fact that they played in the ACC championship game. But you got to realize they played in a, a weak division. I think if Arkansas were in that same division, they might have competed for the ACC Coastal Um so I like Arkansas. I'm gonna definitely take the seven, but I've got some money on the money line as well here. So uh, woo pig indeed tomorrow afternoon. Next up, the Alamo Bowl, Colorado, my least favorite team in the country after the way they did me um, at the window this year versus Oklahoma State tomorrow night, 8 p.m. We've got the Cowboys of Oklahoma State catching three. You can find the hook out there in some places. Uh, Boomer, who uh, who you liking this one? I'm going with the Cowboys. I just I hate gambling on Colorado. Just it's about like gambling on Kansas State. Slow, boring. Probably going to end up losing money one way or the other. Whichever way you bet against is the way that you're losing money on. So I'm going to go with the half-line offensive. Uh, OK State. I know Colorado handled uh, Washington State fairly easily. We saw that Washington State is not that good of a football team last night. But, uh, yeah, I, I like uh, I like Oklahoma State in this one. Yep. It's, uh, let's make it three in a row. We're uh, siding with each other here. I don't think either of these teams is particularly good, and I don't think either of them have played anybody worth a shit. Um, Oklahoma was probably the best team Oklahoma State played. Oklahoma beat the hell out of them. Probably the same thing could be said for Colorado with Washington and the same exact result. Um, I think Oklahoma is probably a little better than Washington, though. I know that sounds a little crazy to say out loud, but I don't know. I think that – and I also think that Gundy's a better coach than McIntyre. I know McIntyre's winning all these awards, but I think that just has everything to do with the fact that he had a nice little turnaround there. Still don't think it's that impressive. I'm going to take the Cowboys here. Give me the Gundy mullet, the gullet, one more time in 2016. Take the Cowboys tomorrow night. Next up, we've got the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Uh, Georgia, TCU, 
Not going to be a very exciting matchup if you had to ask me. 11 a.m. kickoff Friday the 30th. Neither team very pumped to play in this game, I can't imagine. Um, TCU was a point underdog earlier in the day. Now they're up to a point favorite. I mean, that's not much of a shift, not that significant, but still two-point turnaround, something to look at. Ben, who you got in this one? Well, uh, I was going to be all over Georgia in this game. I mean, you know, I have zero respect for TCU. I think that's been self-evident. But uh, after looking at it, public was all over Georgia, and that line did move. Uh, now is that it was at, what, Georgia? Minus one, now they're plus. Yeah, Georgia minus one, now they're plus one. So that made zero sense to me. Called my... Uh, Call my buddy old Sticky Fingers McGee. He uh, he runs a local sex shop out in Las Vegas and uh, an underground buck out there. And uh, any idea? If you, any ideas for you why they call him Sticky Fingers McGee? I have no idea. I'd like to hear though. Oh, he loves donuts. Loves uh, loves Krispy Kreme donuts. That's kind of his thing. All so right. it's a, it's I back and I said, said, "What the hell's going on?" He said, "Took uh, took some some major plays by some uh, heavy hitters out there on TCU." He said he didn't even understand it. I don't understand it, so I'm going to go with TCU minus the one on this one. Yep, I am also taking TCU. Uh, the more I dive into this game, the more I like TCU, which it sounds crazy to say because I was with you when I first saw this match. I was like, yeah, Georgia, one-point favorite. Um, you know, basically a money line play. I like the dogs here. But I, I think I look at it this way. Of the, te- of the two teams, TCU is probably the more excited to be there. I don't think either one of them are very excited at all to be there. But if you had to pick one that was looking forward to it a little more, I'd say it's TCU. I think at this point, Georgia, you kind of got to write this season off. I think some of those players that are coming back, they're just kind of like, yeah, this is a lost season. Six and six, you know, Kirby's first year. Kind of, I mean, maybe they look over in Tuscaloosa and saw that Saban did the same thing in his first full season in Alabama. Um, and I think they kind of they start looking ahead to 2017. They start kind of thinking ahead to 2017. And I don't think that uh, the TCU is going to get their full attention here. So I, I like the Horned Frogs. I think Patterson will have those boys ready to play. On uh, Friday, Kenny Hill, Kenny Trill, I think he's still playing. Uh, haven't heard that much on him, but maybe he'll uh, – Oh, maybe he's not playing now. Maybe he's not playing. Well, I don't know. Who knows? Either way, Patterson will have him ready to go. Horn Frogs, minus the one, take him, make you some money. Next up, we've got the Hyundai Sun Bowl. Stanford versus North Carolina. Christian McCaffrey doesn't care about this game. Should you? Boomer, who you like in this game? Stanford, three-point favorites against the Tar Heels. I sure as hell do not give a flying shit about this game. I mean, come on. Christian McCaffrey, who does he think he is, the next Barry Sanders? I mean, the guy may be an integral player on a Bill Belichick coach defense or offense. Obviously, there's no other position for him besides a practice squad. And the the reason he's so high and mighty, I mean, Leonard Fournette, I get it. Leonard Fournette's going to be a beast. Christian McCaffrey, I mean. But, dude, he returns kicks. Yeah, yeah, totally. He, he also returns dudes. So, I don't know why they left the line at three. It makes no sense to me. I'm going to go with the Tar Heels in this one now. Good. Finally fading each other a little bit here. Um, let's see. I mean, we've got North Carolina, three-point favorites. Or three-point dogs, I'm sorry. But here's what happened. People jumped at the ship when McCaffrey said he's not coming or he's not playing in this game. Uh, Stanford was the favorite, or was the public uh, darling, and then they just jumped all over North Carolina. Usually when you see stuff like that, it's uninformed betters um, trying to go ahead and take North Carolina before they think the line's going to move that much. They think they're getting an advantage. But let me tell you something. Vegas doesn't give you an advantage. Um, they're not going to let you get that if they don't think that you know there's something worth playing. I like Stanford a lot in this game. This is almost my lock of the week. Um, they, you, First of all, let's look back to last year, North Carolina in their bowl game against Baylor. Total no-show. I think it was like 51-10 to 10 or something terrible. I don't remember what the exact score was. It was awful. Baylor rushed for, I think, 600 yards, something just absurd. Uh, North Carolina couldn't stop the run. I think that uh, – 
Stanford, they've got I mean, they've got some running backs. They're going to show up. They've got Bryce Love, who's going to be ready to play, step in for McCaffrey. People are overreacting. Like you said, I don't think McCaffrey's that great. He's good. I don't think he's a game changer. I don't think he's a line shifter. So what's the what's the penny line on this game? What's the thing that really gets you turned on about taking Stanford? I, I mean, who, if these two teams play in the regular season, who do you think wins? Oh, I think that North Carolina wins. That defense? I mean, come on Dude, now. their rush defense is awful. Gene Chizzy. Their rush defense, they average almost close to 200 yards a game or something like that. It's really yep. He almost coined the name Stonewall Chizik. Uh, well, it's a good thing he didn't. Terrible run defense for North Carolina. Stanford will run all over him. David Shaw, definitely the better coach in this situation and definitely the coach who I think maybe has taken that a uh, little bit of fuel from McCaffrey and they're, uh, he's going to use that to help his guys get the at least three-point win. They'll win by a touchdown, I believe. Far too much time spent on that game. Yeah, there was. Stanford against North Carolina. I got Stanford. You got Carolina. Let's leave it at that. Next up, the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Nebraska against the Champions of Life Tennessee Volunteers. Nebraska, six-and-a-half-point underdogs in Nashville. Should be somewhat of a road game. Don't know how excited Tennessee fans are to get to Nashville, though, for this one. Boomer, who you got? I'm taking Tennessee only because it is Whoa. a home game. They had a very bad season. I have zero confidence in them. I feel like the uh, pretty much the uh, wheels are coming off the tracks on this one. But Tommy Armstrong is not playing, and how much does Nebraska really want to be there? Uh, a lot. Uh, didn't you have Tennessee in your playoff? I did, I did. They barely missed it, though. That's uh, This isn't really to talk shit about you, even though it was nice to get a little jab in there. A lot of people had Tennessee in their playoff. You were definitely not the only one. Um, yeah, that's my playoff next year, too. And that's what, uh, that's what happens with Tennessee. Go 8-4, and four, lose to Vanderbilt, and definitely don't make the playoff. I'm Nebraska, love them. Love them, love them, love them. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Uh, Tennessee does not want to be there. They don't want to be there at all. Nebraska actually wants to be there. They've uh, got something to play for. Mike Riley's been a good bowl game coach. He's the better coach in this game. Um, With oh, your backup quarterback. I don't care. Um, the backup quarterback's played a little bit, and he's played all right. He's the future anyways. This is, would have been Armstrong's last game. I I don't care if they're banged up. I think Plus Josh six, Dives has been humiliated and bent over a barrel and shown the 56. He's not good. gives a shit. I think he cares. I think he cares that he's going to actually run this time and try to not prove that he's an NFL passer and <laughs> turn it into a pro-style offense. I think he's going to do that option, that, uh, that option offense. And yeah. I, think they, I think they get it. I think they cover it. Six no, I'm taking Nebraska and not worried at all about this one. Nebraska plus six and a half. Next up. Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Um, I guess Jay Wright somehow figured out how to get his basketball team to sponsor a bowl game. South Alabama plus fourteen versus Air Force out in the desert. Kind of a rough game for a uh, December thirtieth matchup. Uh, it's going games can be played at four thirty Central Time. Uh, South Alabama plus fourteen. Boomer, who you like? Man, I love these games. These games are so much fun. Is this where you? Go ahead and fill up the old coffer so you can go ahead and bet it on the late night game, the Michigan Florida State game. I'm taking the South Alabama Jags with the 14 and a half. Everybody forgets that they beat a little known uh, Mississippi State team at the beginning of the year. They have the, they have the capability to do it. I think that they will be super pumped to be there, all, uh, as well as Air Force. They'll be, they'll be happy to be there, but. Um, I, they have the ability to do it. Fourteen and a half is is a ton of points. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna eat fourteen and a half points whenever Air Force is getting them. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat fourteen in a bowl game hardly ever. Um, love South Alabama here as well. Plus fourteen, fourteen and a half, wherever you can find that. Um, South Alabama, little known fact, never won a bowl game before. Uh, teams like that usually play pretty big. Um, step up to the spotlight, ready to play. Uh, Air Force, very proud institution, of course, but the public all over Air Force in this one. Um, South Alabama is not getting much love. People love the back-to-service academies, but I'm going to back the USA Jaguars. Um, 
plus 14 here. Love them. Uh, hopefully we'll get some money on that one. Like you said, it's a roll into that Florida State-Michigan game. Capital One Orange Bowl. Friday night, 7 p.m. Central kick down in Miami, 8 p.m. Eastern local time. Seven-point favorite, Michigan Wolverines against the Florida State Seminoles. Bimmer, who you liking this one? Absolutely love the criminals. I think it's going to be a jailbreak come Friday Friday night. It is Friday night. Wow, that's a good guess by me. Uh, Spate may play. If he plays, he's going to be playing hurt. Uh, I think that Florida State has so much more to look forward to. I think that they care about this game. It's a big game for them. They kind of backed into this big of a game. Another in Michigan. You know, they had a chance to get a playoff, then Penn State hopped them, so they kind of fell back into this game. I think Jim Harbaugh will probably have them ready to go, but, uh, you know, towards the end of the year, they kind of sputtered. I think Jim Harbaugh uh, made up for some of their some of their weaknesses on, uh, on their team throughout the season, and, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, we'll see if he plays. I hope he plays. I think he has a lot to prove. Uh, some of these scouts, I think if he does play, he's going to try his damnedest to move that uh, move that ranking up and get paid a little bit more. I think Francois, he's going to have a hell of a game. I mean, this is the same Florida State t- uh, team that dominated the beginning of the year besides that uh, Louisville game. I mean, you know, they've had some high-profile wins. They've got it in them. They've got a solid defense. I'll, I'll take, what is it, really getting five points? Seven. Seven? Shit. Definitely taking Florida State. Yep, I love him here too. Uh, I'm with you. Dalvin Cook, I think, does everything he can to get in the top. I mean, he is he, he can get in the top ten with a good game against the Michigan defense. That is way overvalued because of Jabril Peppers, who is also way overvalued. Um, I love Florida State in this game. They have flown under the radar all year since they got their ass kicked by Louisville. Um, that was kind of a fluky game. I mean, you lose by 43, it's not a fluke. You were obviously not the better team that day. But I think way too many people are harping on the fact that it was 43. Um, and, I mean, they haven't gotten over that in the in the media and the public's eyes. Florida State's last time out, they beat the living hell out of Florida, who, again, is not great. Florida's got a good defense, and Francois lit him up. I, think he, I don't think he lights Michigan up, but I think he puts enough points on the board where Florida State gets outright win, but I'm going to be safe and take the seven here. Next up, we got another – Team, another game with a couple teams who wish they could have been in the playoff, had some aspirations of being in the playoff at one point or another during the season. The Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl, which doesn't make any sense from a branding standpoint, but you've got LSU three point favorites against Louisville, 10 a.m. Central kickoff on Saturday, the 31st. I know that's 10 a.m. in Louisiana, 11 a.m. Louisville time. Uh, body clocks will not be woke up for this. Look out for the under early in this one. First half under, love it. But you've got an LSU team who just promoted Ed Orgeron to the full-time head coach. Uh, had to settle on Matt Cannon as their offensive coordinator. Didn't love the hire for from their standpoint. But uh, I think LSU, Fournette's not playing. A lot of people are harping on that. I think Geis is – I mean, he's nowhere near Fournette's level. But Geis is a very good running back. People have figured out Lamar Jackson a little bit, and I think that uh, LSU gets the win decent here by at least 10 points or so. Uh, so I'm taking LSU minus the three in this one, Boomer. What are all my shoulders? Bangles. That was, uh, that was actually Ed Orgeron saying we're going to kick him in the dick. Uh, on his latest press conference that he had with uh, Bayou Down South. It's a newspaper undercover down there in Baton Rouge. Yeah, it was good interviews. Check it out. Yeah, they have uh, very graphic. A lot of pictures in those. They uh, they don't they don't really go to the uh, the reading audience. Mostly the uh, the cartoon audience. But uh, love LSU right here. Makes no sense that the Heisman Trophy winner would uh, would be having to lay three points. Um, clearly. Vegas sees something we do not. I think that Lamar Jackson has done what he was trying to do the entire year. He has nothing else to play for, does not give two shits about this game. Ed Orgeron and LSU, building for next year. They care. Guys, I think, is going to be the next Leonard Fournette. I think they run all over uh, Louisville. Yeah, I think this one could be similar in terms of margin victory to that Texas Tech game last year. Um, (laughs) 
And I think that I think they'll uh, they'll look to shut down Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I I'm with you. I think he he won the Heisman. That's what he wanted to do. We'll see. Maybe we're wrong, but uh, but like LSU in this one. Next up, another 10 a.m. Central kick, 11 a.m. Eastern. Georgia Tech <clears throat> minus three and a half against Kentucky in the Tax Slayer Bowl. The fact that this game is the day before New Year or is on New Year's Eve is a joke. Uh, this game should have been played the opening day of bowl games because really, who cares? Georgia Tech, Kentucky. Uh, Boomer, do you care enough to uh, to make a pick, lay down some big bucks on this? Yeah, there will be zero money being laid down unless that I am so drunk that I'm waking up on a tile floor where I can't feel my face and start re-drinking and then accidentally press the wrong button and bet on Kentucky. That's the only way that I'll gamble on this game. But would Kentucky be your pick? I would hope so if I was that drunk to gamble. I would hope I would accidentally gamble on Kentucky, but who knows? Yeah, um, kind of with you. Not much to play here. Probably not going to lay much down on this. Um Kentucky plus three and a half. I've had to take a pick here. I don't like option teams in bowl games. Georgia Tech most definitely qualifies as that. So give me Kentucky plus three in the hook here. Next up, uh, we get to some more of the better bowl games uh, on paper. Or, you know, it would think it's a somewhat prestigious bowl game. The Outback Bowl. Saturday, this was uh, Monday. We're coming back to the playoff game. So we're going to skip those for now. Monday at... Uh, 12 o'clock Central, 1 o'clock Eastern time. You've got the Outback Bowl. Florida, three-point favorites against Iowa. I have absolutely no clue what to think about this game. Boomer, you got any lean on it? I got uh, zero faith in Florida. I think they've limped through the season. I think they're getting the three points right now because they did win the East. Um, Pathetic showing against Alabama keeps that down at three. That's where the line comes from. I think that uh, I think that they're definitely overvalued in this game. Um, Iowa, you know, they're a gritty team. I think they want to be there more. Uh, they they're kind of built for bowl games. You know, they're they're not going to make too many mistakes. It's going to be slow, even kill. Uh, so yeah, I like the I like the Hawkeyes. This I'm getting through. Yeah, I think there's definitely some SEC bias in this pick. I had no clue, but kind of took a flyer on Iowa because I'm with you. I've seen Florida play a few times. They're really, really bad. That number was propped up on the fact that they win the East, so I'm going to take a flyer on Iowa in the points here. Next up, we got the Cotton Bowl. P.J. Fleck rowing that boat all the way from Western Michigan to Dallas, Texas. Catching a eight-point dog to the Wisconsin Badgers. On Monday in the Cotton Bowl, Boomer, does he keep rowing that boat, boat and finish that perfect season? What's that looking like? <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's definitely going to do that. No players injured, completely healthy going into the bowl. They give a shit. He's coaching for next year to get that big payday. Whenever he gets the job at wherever the hell fires are coached next, probably LSU because that Orgeron probably last the whole season. So I uh, I'm definitely taking. Western Michigan getting eight. I love that uh, that extra point over the touchdown. I think it's definitely a touchdown game. I'm uh, I'm with you. I like the uh, the Western Michigan Broncos. I believe. Yeah, keep rowing that boat. Sports Broncos. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Broncos um, been winning money all year. Plus eight. It's a good number. Um, PJ Fleck, hell of a coach, human ball of energy. He's uh, he's gonna have those boys ready to play. Wisconsin. I mean, you'll show up because it's the Cotton Bowl. It's uh, it's kind of a prestigious game. I'm surprised Barry Alvarez didn't find a way to step down and coach this game because uh, he loves to do that when it comes to bowl games. But well, Wisconsin starts their seasons in that stadium, basically playing the Cotton Bowl against Alabama. Uh, Western Michigan does not, so I think that they actually give a shit. Oh, Western Michigan will definitely be the team that gives the the most shits about this game. I just don't know if they have the talent to keep up, but I'll take I'll take a flyer. On the Broncos, plus eight. Next up, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Something special about this place. I don't care who the teams are or if it's part of the playoff or not. You got the USC Trojans, seven-point favorites against Penn State. I'm pretty excited. Two true blue bloods of the program. Um, two, blue, two blue blood programs, I'm sorry. Uh, Cottrell Ball Tradition in the Rose Bowl. It's going to be a special afternoon out in Pasadena. Boomer, plus seven, Penn State, who you got? Love Penn State here. I just 
I, I'm trying to figure it out. I know that they just had two players, uh, two players suspended. Their second best receiver and some random scrub. But uh, I, I mean, I, I think that USC got lucky down the stretch. They definitely got lucky against Washington. Shouldn't won that game. Jake Browning was that was too big of a moment for him. But then the U.S. UCLA wins overvalued, and the Notre Dame win is extremely overvalued. On the other hand, Penn State has gone through the gauntlet so far. It looks like the Big Ten's won one of the better, if not the best, conference in the league. Uh, they beat a strong Wisconsin team. Uh, you know, they they beat obviously Ohio State. That was a lot closer. That could have gone either way, but still, they showed determination to do that. It's it's a home game for USC. I feel like they probably aren't going to show up in this one. Uh, love Barkley. So I'm, I'm going to take the seven with Penn State. Well, uh, I'm about to tell you all the reasons that you are dead-ass wrong. Love USC in this spot. Uh, Penn State, hell of a season. Congrats. You won the Big Ten. But you only had to play Wisconsin to do it. I mean, you beat Ohio State, kind of a fluke, got out gained in every way imaginable. But it didn't matter. You won the game. That's all that matters. Congrats. I've enjoyed rooting you on. It's been a good story. Uh, but, you know, you heard incarcerated Bob hit on a little bit earlier. Franklin's got his agent putting out some feelers in the NFL. I'm not saying that his focus won't be all the way there because I think it will be. But USC has been a completely different team second half of the season. Um, beat the hell out of White. Beat the hell out of everybody they played pretty much. Um, they, I think they got something to prove because I don't think really, I mean, people caught that Washington game, but that was the same night as the Clemson game that when they lost to uh, Pittsburgh. And Michigan lost to Iowa, so they didn't have the full attention of the nation. I think they're ready to put the world on notice that, hey, yeah, we got our ass kicked by Alabama. We're pretty damn good. Sam Donald, going to have a good game. I love USC in this spot. I absolutely love them. It's going to be a home game. You know, in terms of proximity, Penn State will travel pretty well. That'll probably be 65-35, 60-40. It'll be a little closer to half than you think it would be being that close. It'd be for Penn State, and I feel like that – through your analysis right there, you just walk me through a mid-Sunday Lifetime movie. I did. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's an, it's one coming up this Sunday at 4.30. The only thing that you left out were the uh, rape allegations, but I guess what, we already missed the Baylor game. We did. Well, I mean, Penn State, you know, they, uh, they like to have a good time around there. But Easy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm taking uh, USC. I love it. Taking the Trojans minus seven in the Rose Bowl to get the job done. And now we've got one more scheduled bowl game before we get to the playoff. Can't believe I'm saying this, but the All-State Sugar Bowl featuring the Auburn Tigers. Three-point underdogs against the Oklahoma Sooners Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Boomer. Where do your allegiances lie in this game? Well, Auburn sure as hell backdoored into this one. I mean, I mean, they're the first eight and four team ever to go to the Sugar Bowl, right? Yeah, gotta be, gotta be. Super done here in the SEC. I mean, terrible offense. Just everything about this game smells awful. That being said, of course I'm taking Auburn because. Defense so far in these bowl games has been playing and has been covering the spread. Auburn's got one of the best ones in the nation. They've got two players on the defensive line that are trying to make some money in a couple of months. I think they have big games. Baker Mayfield is going to be trying to throw it out all over the place. I think uh, I think Craig still getting that uh, getting that mindset set for next year. Petway supposed to be playing. I think he was a big difference maker in the Alabama game. It's a uh, it's a game that was that, that Auburn didn't think that they would be in, and uh, I think that they give a shit. Oklahoma didn't think they'd be in it either, uh, so I, I think it's going to come down to obviously Oklahoma's offense versus Auburn's defense. I think Auburn slows them down a little bit right now. Uh, what's the spread on this? Three, three, yeah, three. I mean, I, I could definitely see a low scoring field goal kind of game you know I'm, I'm thinking maybe somewhere in the in the neighborhood of uh 2017 maybe 21 24 game i can't believe i'm saying this but i'm taking the auburn tigers here too 
and you basically took the words out of my mouth a second ago. These two teams, neither one of them thought they'd be here, but both for all the wrong re- or all the different reasons in the world. Oklahoma thought they'd be in the playoff. Um, maybe you had a decent argument if if you were going to get Penn State in. Maybe you could have talked about letting them, you know. But they uh, they they maybe kind of went through bowl practice thinking we should have been in this in the playoff. But uh, Auburn eight and four didn't expect to get to the Sugar Bowl, but did. They're going to be a lot healthier. This game really does remind me of that Oklahoma-Alabama game several years ago in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, set the roles are reversed a little bit here. Uh, everybody kind of just assumed that Oklahoma or Alabama was going to go down there and take care of business. But it was pretty evident from the jump that they did not give much of a shit uh, about being there. And I don't know if it's going to be quite as bad with Oklahoma. Stoops will have them uh, somewhat ready to go. But, you know, you've heard a lot about the Joe Mixon thing over the – past month or so after that video came out you know a lot of focus on that Mayfield coming back for a senior season maybe he tries to springboard this for a Heisman run next year but I don't know I think his name's gonna be in the conversation either way and you're right defense has traveled in these bowl games so uh god I hate to say this but give me the Auburn Tigers plus the three it's just a smart play here yeah four damn time bro plus you're fading the public so there's, there's no chance any any self-respecting, good old suburban gambler is going to take the uh, the Auburn Tigers. No. Yeah, so that's uh, I mean, it's just you're giving you're getting too much value here. Auburn plus three, hate to say it, but got to have him. So next up, <clears throat> we've hit all the meaningless bowl games, if you will. They're all meaningful because they're opportunities to make money. But it's time for the Final Four, the college football playoff. Thank you, Larry Culpepper, for your great, wonderful invention. First up, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, 3 p.m. Eastern kickoff in Atlanta, Georgia. On Saturday, the 31st of December, Alabama, the one seed, versus Washington, the four seed. This game has jumped all over the place from the get-go. It's back down to what the original line was close to, a 14. Alabama, 14-point favorites against the Washington Huskies. Boomer, I think oh. i got to guess where you're going here, but who are you taking? Is it? Is it at 14? Because I could have sworn it was at 14. <laughs> nope, it's down to 14. Well, I, I mean, it's just this reminds me of pretty much what was last. Who did Alabama play at last year? Michigan, Michigan State. State. Out of them, 36 to 10 or something like no, that. No, it's 38-0. Uh, it just it feels like that. It feels like that game. Alabama is extremely, extremely good at all facets. Game breaking quarterback that they've never had, pretty much in the history of Alabama football. Uh, I mean, people can't score on them. It's just, it's just absolute juggernaut, juggernaut team. That being said, fourteen points once again is a lot of points to take. I hate. I'm gonna hate taking Washington in this game. It's it's gonna be painful. It's gonna be backdoor covering, hopefully. But Jake Browning already had his too big for the moment fail against USC earlier in the year. And since then, I think he's kind of settled in. He kind of understands. I think that their offense potentially can get a couple of deep passes. I think they can get a couple of quick scores. Uh, their defense has has made a lot of turnovers this year and Blake Sims, you know, he he's definitely it's it's definitely a spot where he could Well it's a good thing Blake team. Sims isn't playing. I'll say that. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, I don't know. They 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 remind me of each other for some reason. I'm not sure where that comes from. But I think that Jalen Hurts has the potential to throw a couple interceptions, maybe a fumble or two and kind of keep this game relatively close uh washington has a very quick defensive line they've got great defensive bags so i think it's going to predicate on washington's linebackers being able to go east to west with alabama's running game and swing routes so i'm going to take the 14 and see what happens um yeah it is going to hurt you said it's going to hurt to take washington in this game it's going to hurt you a lot and if you bet money on it's going to hurt your bank account a lot i you're right, Washington. I mean, they're. It's probably not quite Michigan State game last year because uh, I think Washington's a little better and a little more ready for this spot. 
But I don't think it's going to be much better for Washington. Um, I don't see how they they can stop Alabama's defense. Um, I think Alabama's defense line has a field day on Browning. Um, he may get a pass or two off, and he may get a bomb. They're, they'll score. I mean, they'll score some points. They may get fourteen, but they're not. I mean, they're not going to get shut out. I don't think. But Hertz is literally the only thing that that is you know saving me from betting all my money in my account right now. Uh, for sure, for sure. There is one there's one fact about this game that you are taking a complete gamble on is is if Hurts will throw four inter- four interceptions right. or cut four turnovers. But I don't think Washington's defense is that great. Um only common opponent, obviously people are gonna talk about Washington versus USC, you know, Alabama versus USC. Washington lost by like nineteen, Alabama won by forty six. Completely different USC team. But I don't think they're you know what of 58, 60 points better. Um, I, I I just don't see Alabama losing this game or not winning it by 17 or more. I could be dead wrong, um, but I just I, I can't see it. You know, I've heard some people bring up, hey, you know, Alabama was like this against Ohio State. No. Look how many team or players that team has in the pros. Um, how many players is this Washington team that's going to have that's going to they're going to put in the pros in the first and second round? Uh, give me Alabama minus fourteen. Very very confident. Since it's back down to fourteen, I'm going to bet even more on it. Next up, we've heard about the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. So you've got Alabama winning, right? Yes, of course. Okay, obviously. So there, we're, we're both, right now. Yes, I have Alabama winning. <laughs> we're putting Alabama through. And now we've got the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Clemson, the reigning runners-up versus Ohio State, the uh, the champions before last. Three-point underdog are the Clemson Tigers uh, out in Arizona. They played there last year. Their fans made the trip. They're acclimated. Uh, Ohio State, it's not like there's that much to do, so I don't think that's going to be that much of an advantage. But, um, you know, they've been there, done that before last year. Clemson, three-point underdogs. Boomer, who you got in this one? Oh, man. You know, I've got to go with uh, my boy Dabo Sweeney, although I hate him. Uh, I love Deshaun Watson. And in honor of the uh, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, I think he's going to be doing a little up-down, up-down, A-B-A-B action all over uh, the Ohio State defense. I think that he – he was a little bit slighter that he didn't win the Heisman this year. Urban Meyer scares me that he's uh, the coach on the other side, but JT Barrett does not. Um, I think that uh, Clemson missed out on their chance last year, and they want to get back again this year, and uh, they've had that mindset throughout the year, and they've they've been able to make it at least to the playoff to this point. Yeah, uh, I like Clemson here too. I don't know if they'll be outright winners, but I think they'll keep it within the number. This, These are the two teams all year that I've said, said scared me the most as an Alabama fan. But after watching Deshaun or uh, JT Barrett against, I mean, Penn State, he was okay, but that's not really a great defense. But wish, uh, Michigan State, he was terrible. Uh, Michigan, he was terrible. So I just don't – obviously I'm not saying that Clemson's some elite defense. I mean, they're a pretty good defense. they got some pros on that side of the ball. The defensive line's pretty nasty. But I don't think Barrett can take advantage of them the way some people think they can. And I think Deshaun Watson can take advantage of anyone. I saw him do to Alabama secondary last year, one of the best performances I've ever seen in person. And I'm going to bet on that dude every time you're giving me points and the opportunity to do so. So, yeah, Clemson plus three. And uh, that's that's wrapping up our playoff first round games. Again, we'll come back at you next week with the championship game. We'll do a big special on that. Um, maybe get some some picks throughout the uh, the gambling verse. To see who all uh, people like in that game, and then we'll get some playoff picks of the NFL. But it's time. We've hit on the games. We've hit on all the bowl games, every single one of them except the national championship game, which we will get to next week. And we've already had two rounds of Stone Cold Steve Austin locks, so it's time for one more round of college football Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week, bowl week three. Let's hit it. Alrighty then, 
Stone Cold, Steve Austin, coming at you hot. He's bringing winners. He's smashing cold beers. Uh, no telling what him and Collier did this past weekend, but uh, we'll I think see. they both uh, woke up pantless on the uh, side of the street. Yeah, he's and- not here to tell us all about it, but we've got him coming in. He's bringing us more winners. Boomer, who's just still calling Steve Austin? Stone Cold, Steve Austin, lock of the week. Sorry, I got too excited there. <laughs> and he got a little bit tongue-tied. Sounds like Stone Cold on your mother last night, but uh, I think that I've got to go with the Arkansas Razorbacks tomorrow at plus seven. It's it's tough. It's tricky. It seems like the wrong side, but it feels so right. So I'm going to go ahead and lock it down. Yep. I knew, knew, knew when I sent out the picks today that that would be your lock of the week. It was close to being mine. Um, is just so damn high right now. Yeah, it was close to being mine, but I knew it would be yours. So that's why I didn't pick it because I want to give the people more than one a Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week. That's why we're going to be going up to Nashville, and we're going to be taking the Nebraska Cornhuskers plus a six and a half. I mean, if you're feeling a little uneasy about it, you can buy that half point. You can take it at seven, but you're, gonna, you're not going to need it. Take Nebraska. Take the money line for Phil and Frisky. They're going to beat Tennessee, in my opinion. Uh, six and a half, you're giving me the points. Let's take it all day. Tennessee gives no shits whatsoever about being at that game. Nebraska cares. Coaching advantage. Uh, heart and willingness to be there advantage. Champions of life, no more. Give me the Nebraska Cornhuskers plus six in the hook against the Tennessee Volunteers. Dirty, man. Yeah. Dirty. Going it's going to be quarterback for your lock. That is a ballsy man. Uh, it's fine. We're going 3-0 and in the locks of bowl week, and we're crushing bowl week as a whole. Deep fried bets, buddy. That's what we do. But now we've got one more. We're not going to completely neglect the NFLs, like I said. But we're coming back at it hard next week with the NFL playoffs starting up. But we're going to give you one lock of week 17. In my opinion, the hardest week all year in the NFL to gamble on. You don't know who's going to play and for how long. But we're going to take a shot on it because we got to get a little bit of NFL action. Boomer, you got one lock in the NFL this week. Who is it? Oh, man, it is just it is a brutal slate because you have a bunch of teams that, A, do not give a shit, and, B, have already liked at the playoffs and are resting players. So for uh, for this week, the only one I feel confident about right now is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles minus three and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. The only reason I feel confident about it is because that line makes absolutely no sense. No, it jumped like six points. Yeah. It opened at Dallas minus three. Correct. So uh, I am uh, taking the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz because he's looked so fantastic in his rookie year this year. No, I like that pick. I mean, you got a two rookies and a head coach and um, quarterback that are going to try to build on some success for next year. So I think that's a good pick. Uh, I thought about giving that out as well. But I went a little bit, a uh, little bit of historical route. Uh, we've got the Patriots and we've got the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are catching ten against the Patriots. Brady is like one in nine against the spread in his last ten against the Dolphins in December. They always tend to play towards the end of the season. Dolphins usually win because either the Patriots have got everything locked up or they just don't give a shit in one way or the other. And Dolphins find something to play for. Not sure that they'll get the outright win. It, they may. I don't think the Dolphins have much to play for in terms of seeding, but I'm still taking the 10. Uh, it's just too much an NFL game, especially between two playoff teams. Not either team is going to really be out to prove too much, but the Dolphins plus 10 seems like the right play here. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you got to worry about right there is the uh, the Patriots do have something to play for. They have to win the game. They have to win to get the number one seed, but – I, I mean, they don't have to win. If Oakland loses, then they, they wrap that up. And Oakland's, and to guarantee where they're going to be. Right, or they could rely on Oakland losing, who's starting Matt McGloin. So. You're right, Tom Brady definitely comes off as a guy that – No, I'm like, like, somebody, get out of here with that. I'm not saying that. You know, I'm just saying 10 points, I'll take it. Also took the 17 in the Jets last week, and we see how that one worked out. But, <laughs> all right, that, uh, that does it. For Sweet 16, Chapter – 16 or chapter two now nah, season two chapter 16 sorry folks all over the place 2.16 bowl week three again thanks to incarcerated bob for joining us hopefully we'll get collier back with us next week to get some hot nfl takes um the boomers here we're uh we're ready for the challenge of the final slate of bowl games boomer 
What you got to send us off into the weekend with? Never bunt. Never bunt. Never bunt. Okay. Where I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, never bunt. That's the way I live my life, quarter mile of town. All right. Well, uh, Ned Yost does not like your strategy. We uh, we appreciate you tuning in to the Deep Fried Bets podcast. Uh, we've got uh, we're having a hell of a run on bowl season. We hope that keeps up, and we'll catch you back next week again. NFL playoffs starting up. We got the college football national championship coming at you. Maybe we'll hit on a little college basketball. Maybe we'll bring some soccer into the equation. It's the time to start opening up that book a little bit, baby, and start winning some more money. We appreciate you tuning in. Tell your friends. Check out the website. We got the bowl blowout bonanzas coming up. Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, all over the place. And we'll catch you back next week. God bless.